Hello, everyone. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode with Lisa Traeger and Stephanie House is about Drag Race All-Stars All- 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 Season 5, Episode 3, the one where Jujubee does running commentary during the show. Jujubee's great. Uh, if you're listening to this, please know that we have a Patreon account. You can find that on youmethemeverybody.com on our About page or in this podcast description. Uh, yeah, that's it. It's a fun episode with Lisa and Stephanie. And Jujubee's a real competitor. The three of us yes. are talking about the strength of meat. It's time to talk about Drag Race Season 5, yeah. All-Stars, Episode 3. Uh, Lisa, were yes. you at all surprised with our final three uh, queens that were up for elimination? Yes, I was really scared because surprised and scared because I saw some tweets before I watched the episode and I knew Shay was going to be in the bottom and I was like, Oh no, Oh no, Oh no. And then I stayed offline. Cause I was like, I can't deal with this. Um, so I was, I wasn't surprised by Mariah and in India, but obviously surprised by Shay and scared. It was stressful. Stephanie, were you expecting Shay to be eliminated? Did you already have spoilers? No, I did not have spoilers. Uh, I similarly like saw Shay post on Instagram about her outfit for the week and then remembered, oh yeah, don't look at the internet until you've watched Drag Race. Uh, Got it. So I, I I didn't even know that she was in the bottom. The gays Going are quicker in- than anybody. Like no one tweets faster than Drag Race fans. It, oh, yeah. You have to stay offline. So this was the first episode I I had to watch after the fact. And... Uh, mutual friends were texting my wife and I saying like, this is not a good episode. And I would disagree. I thought it was a very good episode. What did you two think? Lisa, what did you think? Well, I agree. I mean, it was a little boring. I would well, here's say. the better question is, do you like the challenge? I like the hotel slash room challenge. They do it seemingly every other season. I don't think it's a regular, it's, it's a somewhat regular challenge. I think it shows off um taste level it shows off teamwork it shows off comedic timing and there's no singing which makes me happy oh do you hate when they sing i don't like any rusical there were so many rusicals in season 12 yeah stephanie do you like rusicals um not usually no what yeah i am shocked right now (laughs) i love them no 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 they're usually not good. Like the Madonna one was surprisingly great. No, yeah. I love last... seeing. Are you guys Broadway right. babies or no? No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's Maybe that's that. what's missing. <laughs> I didn't know that you were a Broadway baby. <laughs> I, I am. I, I I go to the theater when I was in New York. I, you know, I saw Hamilton, the original cast. I I went to Slave Play. I saw the play that won a Pulitzer this year. Um, Strange Loop saw that. I saw the Catholic. Like I'm, I'm out there. Legally Blonde. I, like I plays. saw Hades Town. Yeah, I like plays. I just, I have, I don't have a lot of musical experience. Oh yeah, yeah I, everything I, I said. I only want to see a one. musical. I only want to see a musical if it's dramatic and sad, which is not oh. a musical. No, but <laughs> Hades. You might like Hades Town. Sure, I'm sure it's, I would. I like good things. Sad. So, also, like, I my think, favorite musical... Go ahead, please, Stephanie. Uh, there's There's been a lot of drama around the musical because, if you recall, uh, the former musical director, Lucian Piani, 
had a full meltdown during Trump's election and uh, got booted from the show. And so I, I think ever since then, the, the musical has sort of passed through various creative hands and there, there hasn't been like a, a singular vision. Wait, is the evolution a Trump guy? Um, I don't know what has happened to him, but yeah, he went on a big Trump rant. He seemed to have like a break from reality. He was like ranting about Trump and saying the N-word on social media. Wow. Yeah. So I feel like the earlier musicals were a little more fun. Uh, and after- <laughs> That's because you're a huge Trump I'm, supporter. I'm a huge Trump supporter. Once they lost... <laughs> <laughs> Once they lost that thinly veiled racism, I I, I have lost interest. I just I, I I liked the club chat. I get where this comes from. It's just not as exciting to watch as like them making outfits in the room. I don't know why yes, it like lagged for me. I don't. I don't is, think they did a great job. My it was my friend's challenge. She did create this. And um, she was so excited, and then the internet hated it too. I love I that you like the say your friend's it. name. I love that you say your friend's name every single episode, except the one episode where she actually made the challenge. <laughs> well, because I didn't like it. I liked it. I liked this challenge. But they changed it. They like. She said her original concept was um, uh, make your own gay Airbnb stay. Oh. And I think that might have been, and then they changed it to the hotel. But I, I, I mean, I don't know. Changed it. This is this is a good <laughs> challenge. This is a good challenge, and I think it was a is a well done challenge. And I think the highlight of the episode. I would love to know Stephanie and Lisa your highlights of the episode. But my highlight of the episode came uh, once we know what the challenge was, but before the reveal of the rooms, which is in the workroom, when Alexis Mateo seemingly has eagle ears where she could hear everything. <laughs> And wants to chime in, and then Juju B does commentary about uh, what's going on in the room. That is my highlight of the episode. I mean, Juju B is funny. I was laughing a lot at Juju B. And Cracker is clearly talking shit about everyone else eight feet away from them, and is pretending like they can't hear and like she isn't talking shit. Yeah, but I don't care about any of that. I care about Juju B doing director's commentary during the episode. That's brilliant. Oh, no, that's great. But I'm saying Alexis Mateo did not need eagle ears or whatever you said. Yeah, which is not a thing. Eight feet away. I, I don't know why yeah, you said that. that. It's eagle eye. Yeah. Yeah, but Eagles I like that ears. Alexis is like, uh, I have really sensitive hearing. Just so you know that. So <laughs> <laughs> we're in a workroom together. I do. I only um, have... Like one earbud in, it gets too loud for me. Like I can't um, handle a lot of noise, loud music. But Alexis, I like she's just so confident. I just like someone that's like, I'll start shit. I don't give a fuck. Like that is gold. Yeah, it is pretty great. Do you like Juju B's consistent digs at her partners, asking about if they're going to paint their double chins? Oh my god! I everything Juju B was saying, I was laughing a lot. What was the? Was there a minor? Oh, that was the minor challenge. Yeah. I'm trying to think what made me laugh the most about Jujube. I'm so mad I don't remember. It was the language but. barrier one for me. And also she had all the good jokes in the gold room. In, sorry, in the gold room. Was it the gold room? No, the tropical the room. The glamazone. 
The glamorous Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh boy. So I was not watching this live. I already clarified that, but I was watching season one of regular drag race, which is currently available on Amazon prime. And it is remarkable that this show exists at the level it does coming from that. And the fact that Angina made it to this show, I know she's already gone, but the fact that Angina made it to this level of all-stars is mind blowing and deserves acclaim. Based on like the, the, the mall drag that we had in season one. Yes. And she was able to maintain some semblance of relevancy for 12 years to get to all-stars that's rarely done yeah cool <laughs> I, didn't, I, I don't i don't have anything to add like Andre is a legend oh you know is who else is funny mayhem's really funny too i yeah i like mm-hmm. mayhem a lot she makes me laugh and their room was the best yeah, I think it I think really Nana is a legend, at least within the Drag Race universe. Like she stands out. She was oh, number one. She's on season one. So. Yeah. Uh, number two. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> it's been a long day. She's bald. That was very iconic. Uh, and she came out as HIV positive on the show. So like she had a lot of memorable things about her that I think mm-hmm. people continue to. to um, you know. Do you wait, think do you, either wait, of you would? Uh, who is it? Please go ahead, please. I- Ivy Winters. She like lives Ivy. in the woods. You told me that, or someone else did. Sure. Yeah, I'm just saying, because I, I was thinking, I was like, I think all of them have careers. You know, like Raven does Rue's makeup or whatever, but like all of them were working. And then I was like, oh, I guess Ivy's the only one in the woods. But are, aren't they mostly uh, successful? Actually, no, Ivy wasn't not. season one. No, no she's not. But- didn't Tyra stop doing drag? Oh, okay. Yeah, we're just talking about past in general. Yeah, Tyra. Like I Tyra quit been... she, she was like uh, doing bomb threats at at DragCon a couple of years ago. What? Yeah, she got what? in some. She Tyra got in some big feud with some other queens. I can't remember what the story was, and then she was calling in bomb threats, and it was a whole thing. Now she doesn't do drag anymore. Well, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fun story. Yeah, it seems like a Lisa. combination of a person who was troubled and, uh, you know, pushed over the edge by the racism of the fandom. Yeah. Lisa, yeah. do you think you, if you were on Drag Race, not as a judge, but as a competitor, do you think you would do well? Um, no. I don't know how to do, I wouldn't be able to paint, I don't think. Um, or so I think I could learn dance moves enough and I think I could sing enough. I think I would be, I would do good on the comedy and acting challenges. I guess I would have good out. I don't know. I don't think so. No, I don't. Stephanie, same question. Do you think you would do well if you were on drag race, not as a judge, but as a competitor? No, I don't think I could handle the, the psychological stress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just what being if you read knew by everybody? You had three months. Yeah, you had three months going in. They say we start filming in three months and you have a budget of five thousand dollars to get all your outfits ready. Do you think you could do well then? Yeah, I mean I think even we now need like, to up that budget. I've been working all day and I can barely talk now. Like I you know, I can't, I, I I can't 
be sleep deprived and filming 12 hours a day and like be on on camera. No way. Do you think you could do this if you were 10 years younger? If you were in your 20s, could you do Ooh. this? Okay, that's a better question. <laughs> I think I'd have the energy. I I think I'd like it. I like the summer camp feel. I think the hardest would be like in my hotel room, no internet. Like that would be hard. <laughs> sure. Um, but do you yeah, think I think that that... doing the makeup is the hardest part. Do you think that causes more conflict because there's no outside escape? They're just like, fuck it. Yes. I'm going to use my eagle ears to hear what this cracker is going to say about me from eight feet away. Yeah, they're all they've got. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. have a lot of way to create stress. <laughs> yeah. And like, well, I mean, just in the quarantine, like the tiny group that you're in, like the things that you are arguing about or you care about or anything, like the drama is so benign and boring and like stupid oh hold know? on hold on um i agree Besides with everything the assaults and stuff and exactly there we go right before we were speaking we were the three of us were talking about a mutual friend and the horrible experiences that she's lived through um and has i almost said reveal and has uh posted <laughs> about on social media and it is in no way uncommon and it feels like a lot of things are changing or at least shifting for the moment. So to say that things aren't important right now seems incorrect. I think in a way, no, in the the big things, but I'm just saying in terms of like the smaller, the group and you're not like seeing anyone else, the drama is small where you're just like, you're nitpicking on stuff because you're not hanging out with anybody else. Yeah, and you can't go home to your friends or your partner and say, oh, this annoying thing happened to me at work today. Like mm. the only person outside of the group that you have to talk to is your, is your what are they called, the story producer or whatever. So like, because... and they're trying to egg on the drama. So you like don't have an outlet for somebody to be like, that sucks. And, and now it is vented. Got and it. because I don't think like assaults and like racism is gossip or drama. Those are like giant issues. So oh, like, yeah. it's not as like juicy, but like the thing of like, Ooh, who had sex? Wait, wait, who did that? Who bombed? Like there's none of that. So of course I think like, that's why reality people are contained so hard. I want to make it clear that I wasn't trying to, uh, to, compare assault with hot goss Um, (laughs) that was not my intention if it came off that way i apologize (laughs) no i know but that's how i'm differentiating it because you were like actually a lot's going on and i was like for sure but i would and i'm glad we're talking about important things and hopefully we'll make big changes but like because I remember, I, everyone knows I love gossip, and I remember one of our friends uh, messaged or called, texted me, was like, "I got some goss," and it was like that one of our friends relapsed on heroin, and I'm like, "This is not funny. <laughs> like, this is not what I want to hear. I want to know if someone's like maybe cheating, and even that's like touchy." But, um, yeah, like you're gonna read into stuff. You're gonna be paranoid. That's the survivor stuff too. Like you're going to not trust people. You're going to think people aren't to get you. You're going to start thinking bad about yourself. You're going to start comparing yourself to others. That's why you have to be very strong. That's why people like Bob do so well, you know, like you have to not let shit get to you. You can't on Gina cry. Yeah. yeah Gina didn't believe in herself day one when they ate her alive. And that's why Miss Cracker wanted white out because the show needs to be whiter in Miss Cracker's <laughs> eyes. Uh, every time everyone touched the Shea lipstick, I would like 
shudder. I was just so <laughs> scared. I was so scared. If you okay, let's put your put yourself in one of the voters' uh, shoes. Would you have sent Shay home because no, she's I, your the toughest competition? Um, it's hard to say when you're not in it, but no, I mm-hmm. want. I would write down India. Okay, Stephanie. Same. It would be so dumb. Like even if they thought that it was a smart strategic decision, they would be eaten alive by the fandom, and I don't think they would want to take that. Yeah, that's what I keep thinking. That's the probably the biggest shift since the start of the eliminating your competitors type of situation. Because when they first did this twist, the yes, there was fan culture and stuff like that, but it wasn't nearly as Important. Am I correct on this, Stephanie, or am I completely off base? Well, were people uh, no, mad when Manila initial. was sent home or no? Yeah, like, I don't... people are still mad. Yeah. Because okay, I was mad, but I didn't watch it live, so I didn't know what the vibe was. Okay. Yeah, the, well, the first season that they did this was Alaska, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, people oh, they sent home for the, for the $10,000 thing. Oh, I got mad that Detox brought Roxy instead of Alyssa Edwards. Oh yeah, yes, that was a that was a big thing. People were really mad about that. Roxy got a lot of hate, even though it wasn't her fault. Like but Roxy like, should have gone home earlier, but it wasn't her fault. You're right, but Roxy was not good enough. And I also no. always thought that Detox should have won that season, um, but I've been listening to the RuPaul Essential Collection, and the rap they did in that finale, like, Alaska's is so good. You're the first person I've ever spoken with that didn't think Alaska should win that season. I just thought Detox was so good. I mean, I'm a big Alaska fan, but yeah, I until recently, I thought Detox should have won. Hmm. Until Stephanie, um, the rap. Until I re-listened to that song. Stephanie, did you meet anyone that ever thought Detox should win? Uh, no, but I've seen it on the internet. Okay. But I do, like, so when that exist. season aired, Alaska had been, you know, Alaska was the queen that everyone wanted to see. Yeah, I feel like win. that Alaska was the Shay of that season. Yes. Yeah, you're right. I was convinced going into the finale, or sorry, not the finale, into the final challenge, and after the three looks that Shay won. <laughs> I don't understand why they hated her look. I don't get it. Is it just because, like, we have to clip her feathers, no pun intended, because, like, she did so well the previous two weeks to, like, make it seem like there's a real game going on? Maybe her makeup was dumb? It was so cool. I just don't understand why India was not sent home. This was not her first time in the bottom. Oh, agreed. Agreed. Her material, it wasn't three separate outfits. I I don't understand. I don't either. I'm not Maybe sure this is the strategic that. point where, like, we could not. We could, she'll easily be in the bottom again. It'll save me if if everyone has to go against her. That's it'll be the third time she's in the bottom. How dare they advance someone a third time? I kind of understand it from a strategic point of view. Yeah, and I guess she and Mariah were in the bottom the same amount of times, but India had a win. Yeah. Oh. So I just wanted to see more from Mariah Paris Balenciaga. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But I'm oh, trying well, to think of the will. outfits. I don't know why I can't remember any of the three. I mean, obviously I remember Miss Crackers is very vivid. It was like funny. Um Jujube did different seasons. Jujubees was fun. It's like Santa it was like Mrs. Claus. Yes. That Mr. Was Bunny. Good. I can't remember what the middle one was. Oh, she was a witch. 
Should we yes. do a witch, witch and then Santa, yeah. Easter Bunny? <laughs> yeah. With Whatever. <laughs> She's great. Alexis did a circus theme. Which doesn't make any sense because the middle one isn't part of the circus. So. I know. I didn't understand. No, and her makeup looked good with the final outfit, but it clashed so hard with the circus yeah. tent. You guys have such good memories. This is amazing. I was also just re-watching it because I, well, I didn't think I remembered any of the episode. I just. It was boring. Was... I don't, it wasn't my favorite episode. No, it wasn't, but I didn't think it was as bad as my friends were saying. Maybe just I like Jujubee more than other people. Maybe that's really what this is about. Oh, no, I love Jujubee. That this was really, this episode was like a showcase for Jujubee. I'm a Jujubee fan. I'm all in. Yeah, the my Miss talk- Cracker drama is starting to get to me. Like, that is, that's taking away from my enjoyment of the show to some extent. Oh, see, I texted Mateo being like, I'm not into Miss Cracker. And he said, oh, I love her. Like, she's bringing all the drama. I was like, well, that's another good way of looking at it. Like, she is making shit interesting. Yeah, I I, I hate drama. And I recognize that this <laughs> is not always the show for me. <laughs> what is wrong? What? what? I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just, I just like when... I like RuPaul's best friend race. Oh, God. <laughs> I just want to no. see them, like, make some fun outfits, do some funny challenges. Unless you're a fracking executive, you are not RuPaul's best friend. <laughs> um, this season is perfectly fine. I'm really, really glad it's on TV and specifically right now, as opposed to in a month. No, probably this coronavirus will still be impacting us in a month. The point is the the reason why I'm mentioning this now is because we're talking about Miss Cracker, we're talking about the season of Drag Race. The thing about Miss Cracker that I remember most is nothing to do with her season of Drag Race and everything to do with her Bon Appetit video. Now, um, she I think she's been on twice. It's its the series where uh, a professional chef teaches a, another chef a recipe, sorry, a, a, a different person a recipe, but they're back to back, right? So she has to teach the person or people how to make a thing without actually seeing what they're doing. And Miss Cracker's episode is very, very good. I don't know if you guys are following this, but like Bon Appetit earlier this month went through a whole big to-do because their uh, editor-in-chief is racist and a bunch of other people on the teams are racist and the people of color are not being paid fairly. And so now like Bon Appetit is essentially like silent and they're like revamping everything and it's a giant shrug of the shoulders of like if and when this is going to come back. And during the first part of the global pandemic, these Bon Appetit videos were like more popular than ever because it was a complete divorce from reality. And... I'm just wondering and hoping that by the time this season of Drag Race wraps up, we'll still be able to enjoy it. And there will there won't be like another Sherry Pie incident and there won't be we're not gonna well, find out something. I think people are sad that Rue is fracking. I don't think they're sad enough. <laughs> <laughs> I just have such a bad opinion about RuPaul, because for me, I'm just like, she's done enough. She's done everything. We have so much because of her for decades, breaking down barriers in so many ways. So if she wants to frack, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) I'm kind of glad that it only took a global pandemic for you to finally come out as the pro-fracking advocate you've always (laughs) I don't even know fully what it is. I only know about it from a BoJack Horseman episode. I know it's like digging into the earth and it's not good. That's right. 
but I don't know. The water into poison. Uh, I'm anti-fracking. I'm anti-fracking. I'm afraid okay. I'm anti-fracking. I'm anti-fracking, but I just am okay with RuPaul having a few flaws. <laughs> the kind of flaws that cost generations. Uh, think <laughs> of let the me children, do the actual fracking. literal children. <laughs> yeah, do, do, do a little more fracking research. I'll do some <laughs> fracking research. Also, does RuPaul need the money? No, yeah, but rich people are so fucked up. Oh, I have. Oh my god, I can't wait to finish this. I have some goss, actually. All right, well, let's just stop right there. I'm <laughs> incredibly glad because I've been very low these past. Wait, hold on, but we do have to talk about the lip sync. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, Juju B didn't stand a chance. Monet no. walked out, and I was like, "Bye, Juju. Not gonna happen." <laughs> like, really quick, really quick, uh, Stephanie. Does Monet need drag to the level where Bob doesn't need drag? I feel like Monet's almost there where, like, you don't even need to be in drag. You're just Monet, and you're great. Hmm. You mean just, like, as a personality? Yeah, like, Bob does not need to ever be in drag. It's just Bob. He's fucking great. I think I would I would watch that. I would appreciate it. I don't know if Monet's profile is as high. Fair. Lisa, is Monet at that level of confident success you don't even need to be in drag i would listen to monet talk in and out of drag and be funny but i like that i like bob and her in drag like i enjoy it and i think they love it yeah so and they you know like her outfit wasn't insane like as compared to Alyssa or something like i don't think she goes what do they used to say bob was it wasn't ratchet but what was it I think or was it was it ratchet, ratchet drag. Yeah. yeah, like I don't know if that's a rude thing to say, but or but I'm assuming it means like minimal. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't think she was overly painted or the outfit <sighs> or overly cinched or anything. Like she, she just killed it though. I mean, she is yeah. so good. I I don't Jujube wasn't even trying. You could tell Jujube just kept looking at Monet. That's fair. That's fair. If it was a different song, maybe. But to do like a mid-tempo Lizzo song, it's like you're just handing Monet the wind. Oh, yeah. It's great to see these queens, though, who I, I don't know, Evie and Monet, I both uh, was like, oh, it's nice to see them. And then as the lip sync progressed, I was like, oh, I completely forgot how amazing you are at this. Yeah. They're all just yeah. so talented. And then did you, I forget, do you guys do Top Chef or not? Of course I do. I do not. I, I watched the finale yesterday. <laughs> I like how you whisper bragged about that and the finale aired on Thursday. I know I had to wait. You spoke about it like you saw it before everyone else. No, I was just so excited. You sat on it for like five days because you didn't want to ruin the excitement? No, I I went to a pool. Like I went away. Oh, cool. Where'd you go? I went to Palm Springs with my pod. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so we didn't watch it and then we drove back, got... Uh, and then yeah yesterday so I watched it yesterday when I got home and but I had someone ruin it for me I just couldn't handle the stress like I needed to know if my girl won so you're happy oh I already tweeted at her she liked my tweet um (laughs) yeah I'm obsessed I mean I've saw her on Raya a few times like I am obsessed well, she killed I'm it. Glad. She won back-to-back challenges with soup. She's won more challenges than anyone has ever won, and she brought a butch. She brought a man to tears because her cake was so good. Okay, Whoa. but that guy's fucking nuts. He is, but 
fully crying. <laughs> that guy's been on like three or four like really good food shows, and every time you see him, you're like, that guy's unstable. Dude, I want to try that cake though. Well, yeah, I want to eat all of it. That is. Have you ever had any Voltaggio's food? No. It's really great. It's and everything that they like read him for of you're too it's too blank or it's too serious or it's too whatever they're absolutely right but it's so good and I under I don't really care if there's heart in it because like the time I ate him was at a steakhouse or sorry it was a steakhouse in a casino like I really don't care about why was he your, working there he was I mean it's his restaurant got it yeah. So it's like, it's him and his brother's dishes. It's their only like collaborative restaurant. And it was amazing. And it was cold as fuck in terms of like feel. Does that make sense? I do. Yeah, no. I mean, his lasagna looked incredible. Like, it looked I, so good. Yeah, they killed it. And Stephanie killed it. Like she just had a little bit of dry veal, but I feel like she was in, she was in it. Like it did was anyone's any, game. Did any part of you want Stephanie to win just because it would have been such an upset? No. Okay. I was Melissa from the moment I saw her episode one of the season and she just kept crushing it. So nice. Like so sweet, calm, thoughtful. Like I like that she doesn't have to be like Michael Vitaggio. She doesn't have to fucking yeah. scream at people to yeah. get power or to make good food. And I, I just enjoy it at her. Yeah. Well, we'll never get to go to any of these restaurants ever again. I know. Oh, God. 